FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. Welcome to tonight's Andrea K. Show. If y'all can tell, I'm in a phenomenal mood tonight because I've got such a special guest in the studio uh, with me tonight. I mean, I'm always happy to share this time with you all. I am Andrea K. Dynamite in a dress, busting through the hype, the hyperbole, and the hypocrisy every night here on FM 96.1 and AM 1170. Would love to hear from you guys tonight. In fact, you're going to want to write down this number because we ain't giving away no candy on a trick-or-treat. But I do have a treat for y'all. 888-344-1170. We're not giving away candy. But we are going to give away something even sweeter. We're going to give away tonight another free copy of the DVD of Dinesh D'Souza's movie, Death of a Nation. So 888-344-1170. DJ Carrot Sticks wants to make it easy on y'all. All you got to do is call in and tell us what's your favorite Halloween candy. And then you're going to get a free copy of Dinesh D'Souza's DVD, Death of a Nation. And speaking of the man whose fingers are extra orange tonight because he got a big family-sized box of Cheez-Its, it's DJ Carrot Sticks. DJ Carrot Sticks. Just for clarification, Cheez-Its do not leave any orange uh, residue on your fingers. Okay, go with me, my brother. Okay, so um, if you are watching on Facebook Live, uh, you will see that we're not really in costume tonight. Uh, for a variety of reasons, um, first and foremost, because, you know, I th- well, I actually thought I'm, I'm not somebody who's a big, I'm not a big costume person. And the, when I was a kid, I was like, you know, throw a sheet on me with a couple of eye holes in it. Give me a pillowcase so I can go door to door and get my candy. Okay. I really wasn't interested in the, in the costume part of it. Uh, as an adult, you know, it's just too much effort for me, but I thought today maybe I would go as a liberal. And then I thought, well, how do I, how do I dress that up? How, how do I put victimhood? How do I, how do I turn that into some kind of uh, clothing? So then I thought, you know what? I'm just going to be me. I'm going to come in here tonight and do my thing. And, of course, uh, my, tonight's all about East Coast, West Coast. Got a, I got a good friend of mine in here. And he's not, if you're watching Facebook Live, I'm, you recognize him as uh, Julio Rivera, the conservarican. Uh, he didn't come in costume either. No. No, I mean, I was going to wear the big snowflake thing, but I was afraid in the San Diego weather would melt. (laughs) You know, I don't want to be just walking around wet. No, I don't believe, you know what's funny? My mother is very, very uh, Pentecostal. Mm -hmm. So she's uh, just vehemently opposed to Halloween. So I've always had like this negative kind of Halloween outlook. I, I was a child. It's interesting that you brought that up because one of the things I was going to talk about tonight was how Halloween, could I even say Happy Halloween anymore? I mean, the left has politicized everything to the point to where, you know, you, you who, who even knows what's the, on the accepted list of costumes anymore? You know, it used to be they would tell us what are the hottest costumes for the year. Now it's would you, somebody needs to be putting out the list that's created by I don't know who in terms of what's not acceptable to wear. And then I got to think because the, the left has... It, they hijacked everything for social justice warriors. And then I got to thinking about, you know what, it's not just the left that's kind of um, put a little bit of uh, 
cultural spin on Halloween. When I was a kid growing up in the Deep South, every family went door to door. And then suddenly I became an adult and a lot of Christians were like, oh, you know, it's not really cool. It's it's kids participating in a, in a pagan ritual. And, you know, I, you know, and, and, and I'm not here to say that, you know, that that's wrong or whatever, but I got to thinking at Halloween is on the ballot. We are less than a week away from the midterm elections. And when we are at a place in this country to where the left is telling you they will destroy you if you or your kid puts on a costume that the left doesn't think is acceptable, then you got to understand what's going on in this country. And to the Christians, and I've been talking to and appealing to the Christian voters for, for a few weeks now, because this mid, these midterm elections are going to come down to turnout. And I know so many families, in fact, my own people in my own family who spent more time concerned about whether or not their kids should read a Harry Potter book or whether or not their kids should go door to door and trick or treat than they have been paying attention and focused on the issues in this country. You're you're worried about your kid in a costume going door to door for free candy. You should be more concerned right now about what the liberals are trying to do under the concept of free. And it includes open borders and bringing illegals into this country and handing them free entitlements that are going to be paid for by your kids. And their backs are going to be broken in an attempt to pay for it. I'm not telling you what to do with, uh, with your children, what you should teach them, but the left will. Because liberalism is where liberty goes to die. So we, uh, we talked a, a few weeks back. I said, you know what? We wouldn't have had four more years of Obama if the Christians had gotten out to vote. They would have gone out and voted for Mitt Romney. One in four Christians are not registered to vote. And of those, only 50% actually go out to vote. And I am, ple- I am pleading to all my Christian friends in San Diego, get out to vote next Tuesday. We're going to talk a little bit. We're going to filter in throughout the show tonight reminders of some key electoral races here in San Diego as well as some propositions. And this Sunday, go to your church. Tell all your Christian family and friends that this is really dire times for our country and what is at stake. And it is the future of our children and grandchildren in this country. Julio, any thought, anything you want to add to that? Well, I was going to wear a burqa as a Halloween costume, <laughs> but I, I think I don't think I would have gotten pretty far. And then I thought about maybe wearing one of the pink hats, and then I, I thought maybe, I don't, I don't think, uh, you know, my, my friend here would like that very much, though. And um, no, but in all, in, all, in all seriousness, listen, I, I think that um, it, it's a war and it's, a, it's an attack on all things that I think that are American values. And mm-hmm. I think that that's the way that they're going about it now with Halloween. You know, what can you wear? What could you not wear? We obviously saw Megyn Kelly just, you know, introducing the idea of what is proper or what's not proper as far as what you wear for Halloween. And she wound up losing her job over it just for trying mm-hmm. to, as you as you uh, had mentioned uh, before we went on the air, just kind of starting a conversation mm-hmm. about something, about what's appropriate and what's not appropriate we're just far too uber hypersensitive in America, and that's got to stop. Well, it, it, but to me, it's more than being hypersensitive. You know, it started out as, as PC culture, uh, PC being sensitive under the guise of sensitivity, and what it's really, what it really is about, it's about control. Mm-hmm. It's about using sensitivity, exactly. particularly through identity politics, in a way to gain control and gain the upper hand. And too many Americans have gotten comfortable with the idea of being controlled, being told what to do, what to wear, and that's really what the ultimate. The end game is with the left. That's why they want the open borders. That's why they're supporting this caravan, this mobile mob that's on its way here, because they want to expand the dependency class. People are going to give them control over their lives. I I would rather be out hustling all day, every day to make a buck for myself and have control over my own life. But uh, Americans have been we've been we've been um, um, it's called softening the mark. 
in, in the con game. We've been softened to accept little by little having our freedoms and our liberties uh, chipped away. And we, they, these elections coming up, these midterms that we're facing, is we are really at a crossroads in this nation because we now have a Democrat Party that is that is out and loud about being socialist. They want to usher in the same systems of government that have been that have destroyed that have been failures everywhere they've been tried and have destroyed the citizenry in which they've been tried. Mm-hmm. And that's why, I, I, you know, in, in tying it into Halloween, it's like, you know, uh, too many people are fretting right now over, you know, go, you know, whether or not their kids should be allowed to go door to door, you know, for, for free stuff. You know, you allow the left to take over. Get engaged. Get engaged to what is happening in this country because we allow the left to take over. And we could end up being Venezuela going door to door trying to find us a dog to eat. And that is not even an exaggeration because it's what happens it ultimately with socialism, it doesn't start out that way. It always starts out with, with you know, this idea, this utopian philosophy. And everybody's going to have free this and free that. And then ultimately it ends up, you know, globally we've had over 100 million people murdered and slaughtered and people, you know, um, starving. So that's, yep. really what, that's really what the end game is. Um, yeah, they should send Milton Friedman down there to talk to them maybe. Yeah. You know what? I forgot when I went to introduce you. I'm so used to you being my buddy. Julio Rivera is the executive editor of Reactionary Times, correct? Mm-hmm. Uh, Newsmax Insider. You see him all the time on Newsmax. And got a couple other projects going uh, underway. But we're going to take a break in a minute and come back and talk about some other uh, hot topics. We're going to be talking about Don Lemon. Did y'all, oh, hear what, uh, did y'all hear what Don Lemon had to say on CNN? we got to talk about that. And we got to talk about Trump. Did y'all hear what Trump had to say to Paul Ryan over the 14th Amendment, the executive order? We got lots to talk about. And if you want to win a free copy of Dinesh D'Souza's DVD, Death of a Nation, you give me a call, 888-344-1170. Going to make it real hard on y'all. You got to tell me what kind of candy you like for Halloween. 888-344-1170. I like Reese's Pieces. Be sure to follow Andrea Kay on Twitter at Andrea Kay Show and follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea Kay, spelled K-A-Y-E. You don't know what you don't know. Your assets don't have to be paid off to need an estate plan. Andrea Kay here. Recently recognized top San Diego attorney Rod Hatley is honest, fair, caring, and has helped so many of my friends. It's in Rod's heart to help others avoid what he experienced firsthand, a costly, devastating seven-year probate after his father's death. Don't let your assets, paid off or not, go to probate. For your free consultation, contact Rod through his website, HatleyLawGroup.com. That's H-A-T-L-E-Y LawGroup.com. HatleyLawGroup.com. Many of us know how high school today is not the same as the high school in the 60s and 70s. Pressure to achieve, the competitiveness, the anxiety to fit in, and the loneliness has made being a teenager a pretty tough job today. In Bob Walter's book, Facing Reality in American Education, he looks at ways to help young people understand how amazing they really are, for students to discover their gifts and talents, to excel and be all they can be. I'm sure you agree. Purchase your copy of Facing Reality in American Education today at Amazon.com. FM 96.1 North County, AM 1170 San Diego. The answer. You know we're on FM 96.1 in North County and AM 1170 in San Diego, but how'd we do it? Here's our chief engineer to tell you how we made it happen. Actually, getting the signal up there isn't that difficult because of the Nautel VS300 transmitter, and then at the translator side, it's decoded up to two four-element crossed. Well, however we made the rotating rotator rotate, it works. And you can now hear The Answer San Diego on FM 96.1 in North County and AM 1170 in San Diego. And it's just as simple as that. What's going on? How 
voted We Vote for Safer Streets and Schools ballot initiative, and now tens of thousands of criminals are being released from the prisons back into our neighborhoods to commit the same crime. Hi, I'm retired judge Stephen Bailey. Repealing three strikes, massive release and pardoning of dangerous criminals. It's time to have a qualified candidate for the office of attorney general, not another politician looking for their next political office. Paid for by Judge Stephen Bailey, Attorney General. Message and data rates may apply. Guys, got hair loss? I know what you're thinking. Should I shave my head? Comb it over? Wear a hat? Just stop. This isn't 1970. Keep your hair and your confidence because Bosley, America's number one hair restoration expert, can give you your real hair back permanently. Check them out today because they're giving away an absolutely free information kit and a free gift card to everyone who texts star 11 to 85850. Dude, you don't have to look like your dad because this isn't your dad's hair loss treatment. People all over the country trust Bosley because they're ahead of the curve. They use the latest technology to give you your real hair back. And the best part, Bosley's permanent solution is protected by the Bosley guarantee. Let them show you for free how awesome your hair could look with an absolutely free information kit and a gift card for $250 off. Text STAR11 to 85850. Ask about the Bosley Guarantee. S-T-A-R-11 to 85850. You know, it's never a good look, guys, when you untuck a long, bulky dress shirt. You may think it makes you look casual, but more than likely it just looks kind of sloppy. So Untuck It makes shirts specifically designed to be worn untucked, which is the way I love wearing shirts. This is a casual shirt that's not too long, not too short. It's perfect. The shirts are designed so well, GQ calls them perfection. Untuck It shirts. I love these shirts. Log on to untuckit.com, U-N-T-U-C-K-I-T. Untuck It and stop hiding your shirt with your pants and your pants with your shirt. Use the promo code MikeG and you'll get 20% off your purchase. There's also 25 retail locations across the country for Untuck It. U-N-T-U-C-K-I-T, untuckit.com. Check out all the new arrivals. I mean, it's a good-looking shirt. I'm wearing these every day. Untuckit.com, promo code MikeG for 20% savings. Untuckit.com, your solution to perfecting casual. FM 96.1, AM 1170, The Answer. Andrea K. telling you like it is, all while eating a donut. The Andrea K. Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to The Andrea K. Show. Glad to have y'all here with me, and I'm glad to have my buddy Julio Rivera, the conserver Rican, executive editor of Reactionary Times, Newsmax Insider, and he's got... Another hot project he's been working on. I, I'll let him tell y'all about that. We're like East Coast, West Coast. Who remembers? Y'all know I love my gangster rap. Who remembers the old East Coast, West Coast, Tupac and Biggie thing that was happening back in the day? That's mm-hmm. me and Julio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Um, Except we're not going to shoot each other. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, but we are. You know what? I'm going to go to the phones. It is Halloween. Instead of giving out free candy, we are giving out something sweeter and yummier. It's uh, some truth. And it's in the form of a free DVD of Dinesh D'Souza's movie, Death of a Nation, and uh, waiting patiently on the line for his free copy is Steve from Lakeside. Hey, Steve, welcome to the Andrea K. Show. Hi, Andrea. How are you? I'm good, thanks. Um, good okay. evening. Hi. So, um, really tough question for you. you got to tell me what your favorite candy is. Uh, hands down, Butterfinger. Butterfinger. Mm, oh, yeah. I do like oh, that. I haven't heard anybody. Uh, my, my mother loved, mama loves her a Butterfinger. She gets the king size Butterfinger. I didn't think anybody else in the world liked Butterfinger but mama. Oh, no. Butterfinger, 
Keith Bar, Almond Roca, all kind of in the same family. Yeah, well, excellent. Well, thank you for calling in, and uh, you stay on the line, and DJ Carrot Sticks will get your information and send you the copy of Death of a Nation. Now, Steve, you're going to get out and vote if you haven't already, right? I uh, I am going to be voting on taking my uh, mail-in ballot and dropping it off personally so I can get my sticker. Very good. Um, now, you're voting yes on Prop 6, correct? Absolutely. Okay, good. I'm going to be telling, uh, reminding everybody what Prop 6 is about a little bit later in the show. Steve, thank you so much for calling in, and congratulations on your free DVD, my friend. Thank you, Andrea, and thank you for what you do. All Appreciate right, thank it. thank you. Have a good night, hon. All right. All right. Good night. All right. So, um, I, I, you know, in case y'all hadn't noticed, it may be wrong, I mean, evil of me to point out the obvious that our conservarican friend here tonight is a man of color. So he's the perfect person to bring in to talk about uh, the controversy. Speaking of man of color is uh, Don Lemon. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, uh, I, I don't know how it could be that a fellow graduate of Louisiana State University could be such an idiot and a fool and a racist on top of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, joining us now actually wants to chime in on the t- subject about Don Lemon as a mutual friend of ours, and it's Chet Martin who's on the line. Mean Chet Martin. Mean Chet Martin? How is he mean? Chet, hey. welcome back to the show. How are you mean? Why, why is he saying you mean, man? Well, first of all, Andrea, my favorite uh, candy bar is Sky Bar. If you guys know what a Sky Bar is, do you know what that is? It's a bar. No, it's a, but it's I've a, been the, the to t- the Sky Bar. Is that the place yeah? It's at the Toronto? top of the Mo- no. It's at the top oh. of the Mondrian Hotel in LA. No, no. There's oh, okay. actually a candy bar called <laughs> Sky Bar. But anyway, look it up. It's delicious. Um, first of all, Julio, does wearing a Michael Myers mask on Halloween? Uh, it, is that me rubbing in my white guilt or my or is that no? That's like you're, you're 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 not in white face. You're almost almost in like white skin. <laughs> so well, what color? I think I think that might be yeah. crossing the line. Well, Doc Doc Porbin, my friend uh, Sean Porbin, posted on Facebook today. He said, Can, "Are ghosts allowed to be white anymore?" I don't. I, I don't know. Yeah, uh-huh. you know, Andrea, when Don Lemon says that white men that have been radicalized are the biggest threat to our country, I'm assuming that he's referring to Antifa or all radicalized social uh, socialists, right? Yeah, that, that's what he's referring to. Well, I don't know what he's referring to. Let me let me play for those who didn't actually hear what he had to say. Let me play for everybody. And you have all of them in a row. And I keep trying to point out to people not to demonize any one group or any one ethnicity. But we keep thinking that the biggest terror threat is something else. Some 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 people who are marching, you know, towards the border like it's imminent. And when the last time they did this, a couple hundred people came and they, you know, most of them did get into the country. Most of them tired, you know, got tuckered out before they even made it to the border. Um, so we have to stop demonizing people and realize the biggest terror threat in this country is white men, most of them radicalized right, uh, to the right. Wow. Um, you know, of course, of course, he was saying that, Chet and Julio, he was saying that to a white man, a very privileged white man, Cuomo, who was masquerading as a journalist who did not bother to ask a follow-up question like, oh, really? How are they the, – on what basis are yeah. you making that statement? Because one white dude goes into a synagogue? You know, I, I mean, it's, it's – uh, let me put it this way. 
you know, um, I, we shouldn't be demonizing entire groups of people. That's why we have to say every time there's an Islamic terrorist attack, we're forced to give a disclaimer that not all Muslims are terrorists, right? Even though thousands of terrorist attacks have happened in the name of Islam. And we're told that we're Islamophobic if we even connect the dots from Islam to Islamic terror. But meanwhile, the, he is going to declare and CNN is going to keep him on air for w- basically uh, a racist, bigoted statement uh, waging war on white people in this country. Yeah, you know what? I actually, I, I, when I did my hit on RT earlier today, I, I grabbed some statistics which are from the U.S. Department of Homeland Security. Now, this is a study. These are the, the rock-solid statistics from 9-11-2001 to January 18th of this year. There were 402 terrorist attacks that were carried out by people born outside of the United States. Born outside of the United States from different countries, from the Middle East, from all over the place. But these are not natural, like, you know, natural white Americans that, you know, the type of people that Don Lemon mm-hmm. is trying to point out, right. saying that are radicalized to the right. The heartland Republican right wing Trump supporter. That is a that those are the numbers. Only 147 were carried out by people who were actually born in the United States. So you're talking somewhere around, what's that, about three out of every four were people born outside of the country. So for him to try to represent that their main threat against the United States, the main terrorists, the people we should be looking out for, are right-wing white extremists that's nothing can be further from the truth well and, and he didn't even exactly state it, it use the use terror he, it's basically just a blanket statement that white men are evil in yeah. this country and it's really a, a continuation of the cultural marxist movement that was started by president obama when it first one of the first things he did in office was to falsely accuse a boston police officer of racism and said then went on to say if i had a son he would look like trayvon and then went on to you know push the false narrative and the lie hands up don't shoot you know it's not white men that are shooting down and slaughtering black people in the streets of Chicago every weekend. What are the numbers there? That's not white men doing that. Yeah, exactly. Andrea, Julio, can I ask you guys one more question? If Don Lemon's able to get up on his soapbox and make statements like this, when we have a synagogue that is attacked in the way that it was, why doesn't Don Lemon come out and ask for Maxine Waters and the Congressional Black Caucus to come forward and denounce their affiliation with Louis Farrakhan, who they've met multiple times. There's actually a video out this year of both Maxine Waters and the Black Caucus meeting with somebody who is referred to Jews as termites in the United States and has said repeatedly that Jews should be eradicated from the world. Why isn't someone like Don Lemon so open to do that? I'll hang up and listen to your answer. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks for calling in, Chet. Um, that's a great point. I mean, we've been talking about the, the it, it, this is just more double standard and, and hypocrisy. Mm-hmm. But actually, in this particular interview, what they were actually discussing was, um, I guess there was a recent shooting of two black men in Kentucky that's being investigated as a hate crime. And one of the things that I started talking about last night on, on the show, Julio, and I didn't, wasn't sure if it was an appropriate time to be doing that. There's still funerals happening today. Um, but and if you're just tuning in, by the way, this is the Andrea K. Show, and I am talking with uh, the conservarican Julio Rivera from Reactionary Times and, and, and Newsmax. Uh, the, the hate crimes legislation to me is a concern. Because it, it fans the flames of the, the, the narrative that America is a racist, hate-filled society. 
it elevates some victims over others. Liberalism is about the unequal quality and the discrimination of some people in the false guise of equality. How is it that if if two black men are murdered, that their deaths – because hate crimes legislation gives you a greater punishment. If, mm-hmm. if the crime that you commit is considered to be in the form of hate. And how do you know that? I mean, who's mind reading out there? So if, if, if you're murdered today or if I'm murdered today, then my death is less significant and less meaningful to Don, Lennon, to Don Lemon than these two black people. That's what hate crimes legislation does. Yeah. It's basically uh, claiming uh, you know someone's victimhood is more legitimate than another person. Right, that Amen. somebody's death is more is more heinous. Some uh, the murder of some people is worse than the murders of others. And so, to me, hate crimes legislation you know has set us back. Yeah, in a way. And according to liberals, if two black people you know wind up uh, killing each other, it's not a big deal because they're not right. addressing what the major issue is in this country. Exactly. That's a great point. Mm-hmm. So it ends up the, the, this. All it does is it ends up it ends up hurting us. Mm-hmm. But shame on CNN for keeping this. I have not heard of a statement of response from them. Mm-hmm. You know, you talked earlier about Megyn Kelly was her career has been destroyed. Yep. Roseanne's career has been destroyed yep. for for one tweet. Mm-hmm. But Don Lemon can 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 make a racist and outrageous racist bigoted comment against all white men mm-hmm. in this country. And, of course, Chris Cuomo was completely so stupid he didn't even care. Mm-hmm. And, and he still got his job today. And let me tell you, liberal men, see, this is if you are a liberal man and you continue to watch that network, you need to have your head examined. Because liberals always think falsely that the tyranny of the left is going to exclude them, that it's only conservatives that are going to be punished or going to somehow suffer under the weight of this kind of tyranny. And it's not true. Yeah. I mean, listen. White men in general right now are under attack from the left, and it doesn't matter whether you're a liberal or not. That's where this whole false narrative of white guilt and this, uh, you know, being apologetic for things that you have nothing to do with. I mean, this entire idea of, you know, the, the, did you ever see this? And I, I don't know if you've ever watched these videos, and I'm sure people who watch your show have seen them before, where they put the white people in shackles and they cry no. And they apologize for things that they have nothing to do with. What are you watching I mean, on YouTube, my friend? <laughs> I don't know. No, I'm dead serious. But the thing no. is, listen, nobody who's alive today have, has ever owned a slave. Right. No black person that's alive today has ever suffered as a slave. You know, black people, in fact, are actually have advantages that white people could only dream of via things like affirmative action. I mean, you could be lesser qualified for a position, for a job, for a scholarship. To get into a school, you can have a lower SAT score and just get pushed ahead because if if that's not black privilege or minority privilege, what is it? Yeah, that's a great point. Ultimately. But see, and you were allowed to say that because you're a person of color. I can't. Mm-hmm. I am allowed to, to say that. Well, I'm a conservative, know, so maybe not. Well, so. Oh, that's right. <laughs> yeah. See, and, and I'm glad you pointed that out because that's more the double standard in the, in the exactly. hypocrisy. Just like the left likes to claim that they're the party of women, but only the party of liberal women. You come out as a conservative woman and, you know, the Me Too movement doesn't care about your claims of sexual assault. They don't care if you're Kathleen Willey. They don't care if you Juanita Broderick and what happened to you in the White House or whether or not you were assaulted or raped by a president because you're a conservative woman, so you don't matter. See that whether it's hate crimes legislation or or the Me Too movement or you know which. But then there's male privileges. If if you're a a liberal male, you can get away with assaulting a woman like Keith Ellison. You can get away with repeated 
uh, uh, you know, allegations of sexual assault like Bill Clinton. You can get away with a lot if you're a liberal man, I guess. Right. Against oh. women. I, I don't know right. how that works. And you can get away with a lot, too, if you're here in this country illegally. Because when Molly Tibbetts yes. was murdered in Iowa, they said, oh, it didn't have anything to do with the immigration. That was, that was uh, um, male toxicity. Mm. That, that's what did her. And I love how you said Bill Clinton. Mm. By the way, we got we got my conserva Rican buddy, East Coast, West Coast, mm-hmm. in the house tonight for the Andrea K. Show. Hey, stay tuned. We got more coming up with Julio on the other side of the break. And uh, let's see. I think we're going to have to talk a little bit about this this caravan that's on its way. Yeah. It got it got ugly. Trump had to do some smacking down of Paul Ryan. We're going to talk about that when we come back. More Andrea K. Show coming up. Want more Andrea K. Follow her on Twitter at Andrea K Show and like her Facebook page at Andrea K, spelled K-A-Y-E. Statistics have shown that at some point you will die. In fact, I could die during this commercial. Now that I have your attention, this is tax and estate planning attorney Rod Hatley of the Hatley Law Group. Because life happens, it makes sense to have an estate plan in place much the same way you probably have life insurance to provide for your family. An estate plan is a set of instructions for how you want your assets to be passed on in a way that works for you and your loved ones. For a free consultation, give me a call at 858-792-3444, 858-792-3444. I can't wait to help protect your family's legacy. The goal of your small business is to make money. So why do you give so much of it to the IRS? The small business tax specialists at AV Areas offer proven, proactive, performance-driven strategies so you keep more of your hard-earned money and give less to the IRS. Call Al Arias at AV Arias Company, your small business tax specialists, 619-296-2123, 619-296-2123, online at avariasco.com. FM 96.1 North County, AM 1170 San Diego. The answer. It's coming. Coming to the world-famous Comedy Palace. Laughs for Warriors 2018. Fantastic festival and rip-roaring comedy dinner show, Saturday, November 10th. Booths, beers, games, laughs, bands, casino, auction, raffles, salutes... And more. Yeah, that's a lot going on. Hey, it's going to be a real blast. All proceeds benefiting Us for Warriors Foundation, a 501c3 charity of uncompensated volunteers supporting programs that help the troops, veterans, and their families. Saturday, November 10th, Laughs for Warriors 2018. Find out more at laughsforwarriors.com. This Veterans Day weekend, help salute our warriors by supporting our warriors. And have some fun while doing it. Visit Laughs laughsforwarriors.com That's laughsforwarriors.com See you November 10th at the world famous Comedy Palace Laughs for Warriors 2018 This is Dr. Sebastian Gorka President Obama's eight years of leading from behind left the world in flames. From Russia's invasion of Ukraine to North Korea's missile tests and a growing ISIS caliphate. Under President Trump American leadership is being restored But that does not mean our enemies have disappeared. That's why I wrote my new book, Why We Fight, Defeating America's Enemies with No Apologies. As a former deputy assistant to President Trump for strategy, I explained the threats posed by enemies like Russia, China, and the global jihadi movement. We must know our enemies and have the will to defeat them. In my book, Why We Fight, 
we take off the political correctness blinders of the Obama years and learn how we can vanquish our enemies without mortal combat. Sebastian Gorka's new book, Why We Fight, Defeating America's Enemies with No Apologies, is available now from Amazon and Barnes & Noble. Message and data rates may apply. Please don't text while driving. If you've been in business more than 20 minutes, you've probably printed your logo on all kinds of promotional products. We all know logos work because they're on everything from the top of skyscrapers to the bottom of shoes. Ever wondered why or how to best use your logo to grow your business? Let us show you today for free. We're 4imprint, promotional product experts at your service. We're giving away the latest issue of Amplify, the digital magazine that reveals promotional product success stories absolutely free to everyone who texts WOW11 to 88988. At 4imprint, we make your logo look perfect on thousands of promotional items. With our 100% guarantee, it'll be right the first time, on time, every time. Your free e-magazine will reveal invaluable insights that can attract new customers, build your brand, and grow your business. Get the latest issue of Amplify absolutely free by texting WOW11 to 88988. That's WOW11 to 88988. FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. It has just gotten even more heated. We are less than a week away from the midterm elections, and President Trump, man, he blew it up yesterday or the day before, was it, whenever he started talking about how we got to end this birthright citizenship stuff. He's like, it's just absolutely nonsense. Of course, the left, as as uh, Julio and I, we have a buddy at Newsmax, John Cardillo, he pointed it out so perfectly today in a, on, uh, in a tweet. He said the left is always saying the Constitution is a living document, the Second Amendment is obsolete. Um, But then at the same time, now they're saying, oh, this 14th Amendment, you know, it's in stone. You know, we can't do anything, you know, about birthright citizenship. But, oh, by the way, as I read to you guys last night, and Julio, I don't know if you've actually read the 14th Amendment, it was always intended for slaves. It was never intended for anybody who can crawl across the border and pop a baby out. That's not what it's about. So then Paul Ryan comes in and says, well, you know, President Trump can't do this and that through an executive order. Paul Ryan, who's been absolutely silent, done absolutely nothing to get President Trump's agenda through, including building the wall. No, he, now he decides to chime in and try to bust President Trump. Well, I had tip to Trump today because he said to, to Paul Ryan, he doesn't know what he's talking about. Paul Ryan needs to be focused on helping us win the House. And I absolutely agree. Julio? Yeah, I mean, I, this is the way I look at it. The 13th, 14th, and 15th Amendments were, you know, uh, catered towards, you know, the, the legalization of slaves, uh, you know, or, or giving them citizenship and, and all of those things. I, I do agree, though, that I and I don't know exactly what your take is on it, but I don't think that the president should do something as large as ending birthright citizenship by executive order. It should be an act of Congress. It should go through uh, legis- the legislative process. Now, the way I feel about it is, you know, obviously, if you're coming across the border and you're just, dr- you know, nine months pregnant and you're dropping a child on American soil – that child should not be given citizenship at all. It should only be applicable to the children that are born by people here who are here in this country legally, whether even if it's by visa or some type of temporary legal status. If you have a child here, then that's kind of a gray area. I would say that in that instance, legally now, based on the way that the law is, that's a child that should be considered a United States citizen. But anybody just walking over the border having a child – 
they should, you know, we should be able to get rid of them immediately, instantaneously. Well, they shouldn't right. even be here to give birth to that child because then that becomes a taxpayer expense too. Well, yeah. That's one, that's one of the bigger issues is people coming over the border just to have a child. You know how expensive it is? Well, yeah. We the did hospital a, pill to actually have a child in this country? Well, yeah. We talked about the numbers last night on the show. I, I read from a Washington Examiner article that detailed the expenses of it, it's, and that's why it's become an, a, a, an industry. Mm-hmm. There's birthing houses in Orange County uh, in, in which uh, – People from Asian countries are coming here, and I and and I like what you're saying, but I think it just gets too detailed and gets too complicated because how do you know how long somebody's been here and all this kind of stuff and whether or not? No, I, I say you. If, if, no, I think that we need to be clean about it. I, let me remind everybody. Let me say it this way. I'm gonna I'm gonna play Harry Reid last night and, and and read his comments, and then I'm gonna follow up. Then you have all of them in a row, and I can't. Okay. Okay, I don't know what happened to Harry Reid. <laughs> I just played. No, that's confirmed Kavanaugh. So basically, I we don't know what happened to it. Um, but, but what Harry Reid was saying when I played the clip last night was he's saying it's absolutely insane. It's insanity that you've got people coming into this and breaking into this country, having babies, and then they get rewarded. And I'm thinking today, well, wait a second. All these people, including Paul Ryan, coming out today and saying that President Trump does not have the right to end this? Well, then why would Harry Reid make that statement back in 1993? If it was such a a part ingrained in our Constitution to the degree that where nobody can overturn it, then why was Harry Reid on the floor of the Senate making that statement? This is the former Senate Majority Leader saying that this must stop. Why would he say that? It kind of reminds me of my favorite scene from A Few Good Men, Colonel Jessup. If you give an order and your orders are always obeyed, why would Santiago be in grave danger? Right. I mean, if Harry, if it can't be overturned, then why was Harry Reid basically making the argument that we needed to end birthright citizenship? Well, because it was politically expedient at the time. I mean, you can go back to clips of 2006, 2005, Barack Obama speaking out about, you know, the the issue that we're having with illegal immigration and the need to enforce our borders. And we need to stop this insanity of just letting people into our country. You know, at that time, that's what they felt that they needed to say in order to win elections. That's all it boils down to. Listen, now the demonization of anybody who wants to enforce our immigration laws, painting them as xenophobic, saying that they're racist, pandering to different little minority groups because the minority groups are rising. Mm -hmm. So this is just all marketing for the left because they can't win with policy. So they're going to win with identity politics and pandering to all these different groups. They make special little rules for everybody, for LGBT, mm-hmm. for blacks, for Latinos. These people all get special rules. And who gets winds up getting shafted at the end? The working class taxpayer. Well, I, I think that, uh, you know, I, I would I might want to do a little research back to 1993 because I don't remember anybody coming back to him and telling him legally, you cannot do this. If you're, you're right that he was pandering, Mm -hmm. but, but I guess what I'm saying is post his, he didn't make that statement without yes, he was pandering knowing that they weren't actually going to take it to the, to the second and third level to accomplish it, but he wouldn't have made that statement. There, there couldn't have been pandering if there wasn't at least the, false promise that they could actually do something about it. Do you follow me in what I'm saying? Yeah, yes, exactly. Because there was no point in him saying that if it wouldn't have mattered to anybody, the pandering wouldn't have worked if if they had not believed that there was a will and a way to actually stop birthright citizenship. And it's because as I was listening to the great one on his his show, he was talking about how that this birthright citizenship stuff didn't actually start taking effect until the 1960s. And he cannot pin down actually 
actually what made that start to happen. This is not something that's a part of our Constitution. It's something that has happened traditionally, or just something that we started doing, something that INS started doing. And if we can just start doing it, then we can just stop doing it. Well, you know what? If you remember in the 1950s, um, President Eisenhower had a very effective program uh, getting people out of the country who were here illegally. We started rolling that back in the 60s. Uh, it was still carried out through most of the uh, Kennedy administration. And then when, obviously, unfortunately, he was assassinated and LBJ came in, that's when we started loosening the reins on that and more people started coming in. So I think there probably was some semblance of a correlation between how we were handling people being born in the country after Lyndon Johnson became president, in addition to a lot of other mm-hmm. things that he screwed up. Mm-hmm. I mean, basically, that was the birth of the the modern, you know, this great society and and all these entitlement programs and getting as many people into the country that they can lock in to the entitlement system and, and mm-hmm. try to make them lifelong uh, big government progressive voters, which is, you know, obviously right. it translates into Democrat voters. Well, as President Trump said today, he said the so-called birthright citizenship, because it doesn't it actually exist. He says it costs our country billions of dollars and is unfair to our citizens and will be ended one way or the other. He says it is not covered by the 14th Amendment because of the words subject to the jurisdiction thereof. Many legal scholars agree, and he's absolutely right, because subject to the jurisdiction by many people is interpreted as your host country where you're from. So you need to go back there, and it's costing us a lot of money. And let me tell y'all, as I, going back to the open of the show, we this the elections will come down to turnout next Tuesday. If you want to see Y'all been seeing the images of that that mobile mob, the invasion on its way here. If you want that to become the norm of just the floodgates of illegals coming into this country, waving the the flag of their homeland, most of them able-bodied men that have been burning down immigration centers, uh, confronting cops mm-hmm. at, at the borders. You know, we're talking about MS-13. There was one guy in the in the video who was admitted attempted murderers, hoping to get pardoned. If you want that en masse, vote Democrat. Otherwise, get out and vote Republican. Because we have got to, if they take over the House, we will never get a wall and we will have an open border, complete entitlement society, and ultimately America will be gone. Yes, and ultimately all foreign aid and all trade deals should be subject to our immigration policy within these with, with these countries. So if yeah. you know Honduras, if Mexico, El Salvador, all these countries continue to pose problems with us. It should. We should pose problems for them economically. Yeah, well, that che- our check should already bounced. Mm-hmm. All right, now stay tuned. We got more Andrea K show coming up. In fact, we've got uh, Frank Sontag is going to be with us in the next segment. Talk about an amazing event coming up over the weekend, and then more Andrea K show with my buddy, the Conserver Weekend, Julio Rivera. Come on back. Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show and follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K, spelled K A Y E. Many of us know how high school today is not the same as the high school in the 60s and 70s. Pressure to achieve, the competitiveness, the anxiety to fit in, and the loneliness has made being a teenager a pretty tough job today. In Bob Walter's book, Facing Reality in American Education, he looks at ways to help young people understand how amazing they really are, for students to discover their gifts and talents, to excel and be all they can be. I'm sure you agree. Purchase your copy of Facing Reality in American Education today at Amazon.com. You don't know what you don't know. Your assets don't have to be paid off to need an estate plan. 
Andrea Kay here. Recently recognized top San Diego attorney Rod Hatley is honest, fair, caring, and has helped so many of my friends. It's in Rod's heart to help others avoid what he experienced firsthand, a costly, devastating seven-year probate after his father's death. Don't let your assets, paid off or not, go to probate. For your free consultation, contact Rod through his website, HatleyLawGroup.com. That's H-A-T-L-E-Y LawGroup.com. HatleyLawGroup.com. Who else wants to discover how to invest in cash-flowing apartments without dealing with a single tenant? Join us for a fast start, two-hour free training event, and discover a proven system created by a landscaper who went from mowing lawns to controlling over 8,000 units. You'll discover how to safely invest in apartments using little or none of your own money, how to create a monthly passive income stream that'll allow you to retire in as little as three to five years. Ari Mentor, the experts in apartment investing education for over 15 years, will be in the San Diego area sharing this unique system. Be one of the first 30 callers now to get your seat at this class free. Call 800-403-6287. Investing in apartments requires little money down and low risk if trained properly. Learn the secrets from the experts at RE Mentor in just two hours. Call 800-403-6287 and be one of the first 30 callers at 800-403-6287. You have nothing to lose and a legacy to gain. So call 800-403-6287. This report is sponsored by the Word on Wealth Financial Network. Here's the Word on Wealth, a retirement update from five-star wealth manager, certified financial planner, Marty Schneider, the retirement professor. Greetings, friends, and welcome to this edition of the Word on Wealth. Marty Schneider here. You know, every time the stock market does that bend but don't break kind of thing, the market bears kind of pop up to remind everybody that it is just a matter of time before we have a market correction or give back, just to make sure that your allocation is suitable It is age appropriate and that you are completely tuned in to the risks that you may or may not be choosing to bear inside of your investment accounts. If you'd like to have that chat with me, come on in for your free retirement consultation with me. I meet with everybody personally here in my Mission Valley office. It is absolutely free of charge. doesn't cost you a penny. Just come on in. You can also talk about your Social Security benefits as well. Give me a call. Come on in for your free consultation with me. That's it for this edition of The Word on Wealth. I'm the retirement professor, Marty Schnatter. I'll be back with you tomorrow on these same Salem Network stations. FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer. You're listening to somebody who tells it like it is. Andrea Kay on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea Kay Show. Happy Halloween out there and happy hump day. We are within a week of the midterms. Y'all get out and vote. Um, speaking of getting out, there's an amazing event coming up, and I'm pleased to have Frank Sontag with me, who's host of the Frank Sontag Show, uh, here every day on uh, K-Praise, our sister station, Monday through Friday from 2 to 4 p.m. Pacific time, and he's here to talk about the Kingdom Men's Gathering. Hi, Frank. Welcome to the Andrea K. Show. Andrea, how are you? Well, I'm great, and I'm super excited to have you on the show tonight. Thank you for being here. Well, thank you for inviting me. Before we talk about our KMG event Saturday, thank you for sounding the call for people to get out and vote next Tuesday. My goodness gracious, we'll have no excuses if we don't get out and vote. That's uh, You know what? I, I opened the show by appealing to, to the Christians. I had heard a stat recently that only one in four Christians are registered to vote, and of those, only 50% do. And I get, as a Christian myself, the idea of giving things up to, to God and surrendering um, but I think that we need to be engaged. I feel like it's our civic duty as Christians um, because it affects us in, in, in our lives, particularly when you see, you know, what the left is trying to do and how they've tried to remove God from our culture and attack our Judeo-Christian values and principles and everything on which this country was founded. And so I implore everybody out there to please get out and vote. 
Um, okay, enough of that. Tell me about what you got going on because I love I love this event. Well, I, I again, I agree with you. The great lie among Christians: don't get out and vote. We're supposed to be politically illiterate. Great lie, absolutely a lie from hell. Another lie is men are supposed to be passive, indifferent, and culture has done a great job at really beating guys up. And the event Saturday is a call for men to rise up, both in the church, outside the church. I think one of the greatest tragedies going on in our country right now is men don't remember how to be men. Culture tells us one thing. We live in a time of gender equality and neutrality. I have a 10-year-old son. He looks out in the world, and there's no male role models. And I think guys maybe are at a point where we need to almost be given permission to be men Mm -hmm. the way God made us, which is to be fierce and protecting and, yeah, loving and kind and all that Mm -hmm. as well. But Jesus, uh, he formed a whip and kind of drove some people out of the the temple. So I, I just think Saturday morning's event is a call for men to get together and We'll be coming down to San Diego at Cornerstone Church, and I'm looking forward to having guys come out and get real about who we are as men. I am so glad you're doing this like because uh, my guest uh, Julio Rivera and I were talking earlier on the show after the about Don Lemon and his comments, you know, attacking uh, white men in the in this country, and it, and, and of course the conversation has to be about you know the bigger picture of just the attacks on men in general. I mean, there's just it's a part of the cultural Marxist movement to destroy the very fabric and the traditions of our of our country in order to transform it into their Marxist utopia, and mm-hmm. they they have little by little chipped away. You know, it, it starts with telling you know years ago that you know men and women didn't need to be married when they you know to have kids and then it was women you don't even need to be a man at all and then it was men you yep. don't need to be men mm-hmm. you know a little sissifying right really. ultimately that's and that's really dangerous because we we have to listen men or women are different we can't sit there and pretend that we're completely equal in every single way and it's not equal, equal an equality issue where one is superior to the other men and women are just different right there's things that men are good at and there's things that women are good at and if you look at it historically, what got us to this point in society? You know, men mm-hmm. being strong, protecting the women, fighting wars. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, believe me, if we get attacked by another country, we're not going to want to have, and, and this is no offense to anyone, we don't want women on the front line. <laughs> and we don't want sissified men on the front lines either. Right. You know, men are men and women are women. Let's just embrace that. So what are you guys at, at your conference? What are you guys going to be talking about in terms of what Julio just talked about in this whole anti-male, you men are all toxic movement? Well, five years ago, we started getting men together at the radio station up in Los Angeles. The first one we did in, in August of 2014, we had 800 guys show up. Wow. So, so that was kind of indicative of, Men are a bit hungry out there for meaning and purpose. We've done eight through the station up in Los Angeles. We just did our first Kingdom Men's Gathering, which is a nonprofit ministry. We had 2,500 guys show up to Cottonwood in Los Alamitos. And we're just going to have speakers challenging men to step forward. We've got the founding member of the Mexican Mafia, a man named Kilroy Royball. Wow. Uh, Daryl Strawberry, former major Darryl leaguer. Strawberry, a lot of people know. That. Yeah, a lot of people know about Daryl's life. Yes. Uh, Remy Adelecki, who's a former Navy SEAL. 
You know, we got a couple pastors down San Diego way. You may have heard of them. A guy named Sergio De La Mora and a guy named Miles McPherson. Oh, that, I go to The Rock. Yeah. So, okay. uh, are you guys going to have like arm wrestling contests or any like feats of strength or anything? Let's see who the manliest man is at this thing. That's what <laughs> no, we need to. We need to compete again. None of that. Make we'll, men we'll competitive. We'll do that afterwards when we go out in the communities and, and kind of take things back for God. But no, we'll just be there challenging guys to get real, bring your junk, bring your mess and uh, just be honest because i think one of the greatest lies in manhood these days in the church especially is guys think we're supposed to be nice i don't think god made guys to be just nice and i think a lot of men are bored Mm -hmm. god made us to be fierce and protectors and warriors and we're going to challenge guys to step forward and rise up and be men of god saturday morning at cornerstone i love that you know jesus threw that table over didn't he jesus was not meek yes the uh, you know um there's an argument we there's times for us to be meek and times for men to be meek and times for men to be humble but but god made man in a particular way and uh, to be strong and to be fierce and to be the the hunter gatherers and to take care of women and to take care of children to be the head of the household and we we need that restored in this country. Final thoughts, Frank. Well, I ask men, I ask them, was Jesus more like Mother Teresa or is he more like William Wallace from Braveheart? And I think there is a time and a call for both of those. So we're going to call men together Saturday morning at Cornerstone and just challenge guys to take back our country, take mm-hmm. back ground, my goodness gracious, and be men. So then go to kprz.com to get all the information. We're going to start about 8 o'clock Saturday morning at Cornerstone in National City. And I pray any man that wants to be encouraged and challenged come Saturday morning to our KMG event. Nice. Oh, yeah. Butt-kicking Jesus. Yeah. This Tuesday on Election Day. Exactly. Vote for butt-kicking Jesus. That's right. Frank Sontag, thank you so much for being here, and God bless you. And I love this. I love this movement. Thank you. God bless you. Keep doing what you're doing. Oh, thanks, Frank. See, that's just so perfect, right? Do mm-hmm. we, we need more of that, you know, yeah. and I'm hoping that's going to start a national movement, mm-hmm. you know, because you, we, we need uh, more male leaders like Frank and like yourself that are actually speaking out on, on behalf of men. You know, DJ Carrotsticks took a class. How many, two classes where they told you you were supposed to like be ashamed of being a man? Yes, oh, uh, my uh, gender, gender communication class. Yeah, I mean, our, one of the things that, things that the left has done in order to transform this country is that they took over our school systems Mm -hmm. when they took over education system from you know preschool all the way up through college man they've turned them from education centers into indoctrination centers and it has you talk about people being in shackles apologizing for being white that's what they've got you know um professors doing in this country and then they're they're putting that on students to try to shame them Mm -hmm. for being white or for shame them for being male and i just want to say that right here while i'm in the great city of san diego which is a military city Look at the way that they've basically the left has kind of really demoralized a lot of people who are, you know, when they leave the military, Mm -hmm. the perception of being a veteran and all these things. These are the people we should be holding up in high regard. Oh, absolutely. I mean, ultimately, and and, and the event, um, what was his name? Frank again? Frank. Frank. The event that Frank is having 
That's important because ultimately, at, at the end of the day, who do you want on the front lines? That's who right. Who do you want on the front lines? You want real strong men. That's right. I want. I always want Julio Rivera, my conservarican from Reactionary Times. Hey, um, we are going to be hosting election night at Golden Hall from 6 to 11 p.m. And we got a contest giveaway, but you got to be present to win. We're going to be giving away. Two people are going to win gift uh, cards to go to Cheesecake Factory. Two people mm-hmm. are going to win gift cards to go to Richard Yummy. Walker's Pancake House. I'm going to post the link where you can register to win and then you got to come down and hang out with us from golden hall i'm going to be there my buddy uh, my brother ed martin from the answer in st louis is going to be in town he's going to be with me it's going to be a super fun night and we are going to be celebrating because i know we are going to have a red wave do you think we are julio i think so i think it's going to be hawaiian punch all over america you think so you think uh you think nancy pelosi who said that we're going to win you think that she she's wrong she will be the minority leader she will remain the uh, minority leader. She needs to. She yeah. she needs to go away. She needs to she needs to have her feet sticking out from under a house that fell on her. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Hey, thank you so much for being <laughs> thank here. Thank you. As Love always. having you here. First time in San Diego. Had to come here and you, see you. And you got to come back. Mm-hmm. All right. And we'll be back tomorrow night, six p.m. Right here. Thank you, DJ Carrot Sticks. Thanks to my callers and my guests. Have a great night. Love you all.